Hi, Martin. Hi, Trigva. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. Congratulations on the show. It's um, it's great. I heard the weekend and the opening was was good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, first of all, I was just very happy that it actually happened. Um, you know, it's all it's like we're we're all dealing with uh, you're planning something, but you're also planning for different scenarios. It creates this kind of insecurity at the bottom of everything. So um, yeah, of course. Yeah, so this work at Osokunsferening is a is a multi-channel um, audio work. Mulihet Parla Portalen. It's all performed by you um, and recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's speakers sort of spaced throughout the gallery. So the audience sits in... Um, well, they, the audience can move around, but, but primarily the audience sits in... Uh, in one room and there's there's um the the sounds kind of surround them so in a way it's kind of like um um it it's i mean it's very theatrical but it's like a i don't know it's an interesting i was thinking about it being a really interesting combination of um of live and sort of pre-recorded because it's definitely a live experience you know you have to come to the gallery you have to book in it's like the resonant properties of the rooms are a part of it the rooms mm. themselves and the building is a part of it, and it's all activated by the by the audio and the and the speakers throughout the space. Um, mm. But it's also a performance that requires no performer to be live, you know. So it's this mm. it's this really interesting combination, and I, I kind of really like the theatricality of that. Is that I, I mean, have you worked in that way before? Is this is is that kind of new for you, or how do you think about that? A part of what you what you're thinking about is that. It's the perform or the live liveness of, of, of the you know you as a per, as an audience mm. member as a person in there that you are this kind of you are actually everyone is a part of the puzzle somehow and that's uh, human and it's live and it's happening there and then and this uh, um, I don't know what you call it a reception or a communication with the work you know whatever happens inside of your head uh, or maybe with in Mm, with the people around you as you experience it that is uh, mm. that is uh, uh, the kind of second half of the live experience you know in a, in a theater you would have the actors maybe on the stage in front of you but then mm. there's a sort of community and a live uh, live thing that's happening you know within you and with the people next to you also mm. so um, so I think that's all I so in this way this uh, the sound piece is is just like a film to me in that that way it's mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. um yeah there is um it's yeah it's it's done but it's not dead <laughs> but in a way it's kind of more active than that because it's a it's a work that was you know it absolutely could work in other sites and situations but it is a work that was made with this premises in mind too and films aren't often screened in a specific um, you know, in a, in a, you know, the, the films don't often feed into a specific room or a specific building. They're often made and shown in many places. Yeah, and that's the. I get, I think that's um, that's a really nice, uh, let's say, benefit or a really mm. nice aspect of uh, of showing with you at uh, at the at is that uh, um, you can, I can, um, we can design an environment mm. a bit more than 
than just a dark room or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that creates more of a frame for experiencing um, the work. It's mm. uh, um, but you know, it's a uh, when when you come, it is a listening listening experience, and then um, and then also like you say, it's a little bit like a performance because you you'll have a sort of uh, a host guiding you into the show, and you'll get your seat, and then we dim the lights and uh by this point you've taken in the three rooms a little bit uh and then and then you sit and then you listen but you maybe also of course look in front of you and you think about the mm, the, you know the carpets and the speakers and whatever you you've you've seen already thematically Mm. what you see around you is not it's not uh it's not connected to the you know it's not a um it's not making something visual out of uh, what's happening inside of the play, you know, the story and the character. Um, It's a little bit separate. Um, But there's some nice confluences though, too, you know, it's an old civic building, (laughs) you know, and I think the, the, the thematics in the work of, of that kind of um, the, the civic duty and um, like local, local politics, it was there, you know, when, when I started talking to Marianne and I came down and I met you also and all, all you guys that connected to the gallery and we talked about, uh, or, you know, uh, I learned about the building and the area. I knew some before, but, you know, there's been, <laughs> let's say there's, a, there's an element of uh, dealing with local politics in my play, but also the, the building and the area has a strong sort of old, old history of uh, maybe similar things <laughs> been going on for, for a long time. At mm. least that's a, that's a fun, what's always a fun thought for me from the beginning, mm. that maybe, and then like, okay, it's from the 1600s, it's super mm. old, and I mean, mm. to me, that's, uh, yeah, well, it's a, it's an, in art history, there's a Baroque period uh, across Europe, and that also lingers still in, in, the, in the music in the actual play, that's this old Baroque music. Yeah. 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 So there's these. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. There's the, the 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 audio drama is kind of divided up or punctuated in some way by um, really extraordinarily beautiful choral music um, performed by a a, a, a a choir who um, they almost. I mean, structurally, it kind of adopts the role of almost a Greek chorus um, in this interface with the the drama, the way that it jumps back and forth. Um, I mean, the music's just gorgeous, isn't it? Mm. Did you choose the the pieces? Yes, I yeah. mm, I chose the I chose the pieces. It's been one of my uh, kind of guilty pleasures almost uh, throughout the last year and even before. But then you know that stuck at home i i uh i sing to my this kind of cla- kind of karaoke uh up at the office by myself but um <laughs> but sort of you'll find backing tracks on youtube with with uh kind of sheet music uh so huh. you can sing you know uh whatever you please but i've been i've been singing or pre- trying to sing, pretending to sing, whatever, uh, kind of old. Um, it started with uh, Vivaldi's Gloria. Mm. Then, you know, you choose your part, maybe the tenor part, and then you, 
it's been a lot of fun and so oh my god that sounds wonderful (laughs) it's a lot of fun and um like karaoke can be it's just uh but <laughs> baroque music karaoke and then, but it's all there like all the main pieces like all the big uh big famous classical pieces that uh, that are choral pieces or have choral uh parts are, are there and i love that and i love i always love to listen to music and look at the the notes at the same time uh it it's a way for me to to separate the music into all its parts and uh, I, I I love that let's say I don't know what it's uh, yeah but to, yeah to listen to for example let's say uh, Verdi's uh, Rec- uh, Requiem and and then try to read at least parts of the of the musical notation at the same time um, so it's that and then singing I love singing and uh, it's a <laughs> it's wow. a great thing to a way to spend your lunch so all this music you know i ended up with <laughs> with these uh uh i'm also fascinated by by latin kind of the latin lyrics and yeah. all this kind of church 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 related let's say lyrics or texts yeah. that are used and they're always the same so that's the, that's the thing if you if you yeah. sort of learn the text of a requiem or a sabbat mater uh they're always all the same so you really need to just learn the lyrics once and uh <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that's how it started and i ended up with uh well trying to sing all of these uh, little pieces uh, it's um it's one one part of the antonio vivaldi's stabat mater and then from uh bach uh magnificat that's based on a uh, passage from the bible and uh, uh oh yeah and then also uh, another composer pergolesi um has this beautiful sort of duet based uh uh, Stabat Mater also. So I was trying to sing those and then I talked to my sound designer Hovad and at this point I was still imagining that I could just sort of <laughs> do it myself and he's like uh yeah you could do it yourself or maybe <laughs> you know I know this amazing professional vocal ensemble maybe we could just ask them also <laughs> you know <laughs> and yeah <laughs> So, so, uh, so that, that's, that's been great. So what we did was that, you know, I've cho- I'd chosen the three pieces already. And yeah. then uh, together with the vocal ensemble, uh, we, um, he, uh, Mikael Rönnberg, who's the leader, he uh, made some arrangements that are a cappella, you know, their mm. voice. Uh, this is, this is music that's for instrument and 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 and, and voice, but it's all they're singing the instruments as as well. Mm. So yeah, and then and then it's all separated. That was the idea from the beginning. Right? There's only four or five or maybe six uh, separate voices, and they're all recorded separately. Mm. Uh, uh, and then, roughly speaking, they have their own speaker in the gallery also so mm. when you hear it it surrounds you uh, um, if you if you sort of sharpen sharpen your sharpen mm. your ears then you can hear that okay one is over there one is back there yeah mm. uh-huh yeah right yeah so yeah. that's really i mean again that's like a kind of um that's a very live experience but sort of offset somehow it's like a liveness 
without the the prerequisite of a performer yeah mm. and i think you know what uh the offset in a way there's something about uh the main the main character she's dead and they're all kind of ghosts the the flashbacks and the voices they're all kind of ghosts maybe they're all dead and and so then <laughs> you know the something pre-recorded is uh dead also in that sense it's it's not live in front of you like you referred to um so um yeah you know to me it always <laughs> everything comes together i don't know if it does for other ones but that's that's always in, uh important to me that it's uh there's a logic <clears throat> and mm. i think there is a logic to the uh to the presence of a ghost with you that it's pre-recorded um mm. funny mm. yeah definitely i didn't i didn't realize the voices were all coming through different speakers with the uh, vocal ensemble no wonder it sounds so good i mean it sounds amazing that 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 music it's just it's quite um yeah it's really it, it's uh yeah it's incredible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, um it's one of those ideas that you don't know that if it's you know gonna mm. work also uh maybe it would just be strange and maybe 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 the voices wouldn't be you know it's at the same time it well most importantly it needs to come together as a music piece also because they're mm. you know they're, they're singing singing the same song mm. um so but it yeah it's quite uh it's quite delicious in a way to listen to and work with uh, music that way where it's all separated into voices and you record them separately and you listen to them separately and then you start building them back on top of each other so mm. you, I mean I uh, get to know it so well mm. and uh, yeah it's a dissection of, of the music in a way I get to take it into its building parts and then put it back together mm. uh, yeah that's wonderful. Um, and there was something else that I was thinking about um, in um, sort of the, the dramatic structure or something. And I don't know. This is a very this isn't a very formed thought, but maybe maybe you've kind of thought about it a little bit more. But I think that there's um, the idea of the the civic or kind of um, engagement with a place or even kind of politics as a as a vehicle for the exploration of an individual. And this happens a little bit in drama. Like I think um, in, uh, you know, like in, in, in Hamlet, the kind of the, the, the corruption of the state, you know, he talks about something rotten being in the, in, in the state of Denmark and uh, it's a, it, and it's a, at the same time as this, this kind of corruption of his body. And it happens with, um, it happens in Ibsen too, yeah, like with Master Builder or um, mm. uh, there, there, there is a tradition. It's in, um, it's in a lot of the, the Greek dramas as well. This, there's this real direct line between the, the journey of our hero and the journey of the city-state or the country-state or the, their surroundings. Um, mm. And it's not even an a allegorical relationship quite often they're really directly connected um 
And I, I don't know. I wondered if that if that was something that you sort of thought about or you know, there's yeah. something uh I there is something gory uh to um I think to Hamlet and to to these kinds of dramas that you you know, um maybe like you 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 mentioned the music earlier and I think that's that's been echoed throughout um um mm. plays and theater and and just sort of dramatic structure um and it, it, to maybe also like mm. melodrama in the 50s and film and soap opera also where this kind of mm. uh, uh this exaggeration is something that um uh, i don't know it attracts me and it's uh and mm. you know maybe not a finished question and maybe these are not also definitely not finished thoughts but it's uh <laughs> but there's uh yeah Mm. I think that the the kind of life and death of um, the characters in this uh, kind of this play and also my films, there's always this this well presence of death, mm. and then that being uh, um, at the same time a symbol of something more existential, uh, something reflected back onto society or or you know our lives mm. uh these kinds of things i don't know that's if that's where you wanted to head but that's mm. you know my my thoughts uh, mm. Uh, mm. yeah because it's kind of a theme throughout it, it, it pops up in your films as well doesn't it with the you know a fictitious kind of ferry accident in the north um or um kind of unfolding uh environmental um discussions or, or polemics i guess mm -hmm. is the word i'm looking for but um yeah i don't know it's just really it's something that i haven't seen in i mean i think there is a real tradition of it and it's a little bit almost also like um it pops up again in magical realism too in like literature works this like uh um civic figures mayors and uh leaders and you know like it's um uh and there's this combination of what some people would see as incredibly banal being like local mm. politics or something but there's a combination between that and then fantastic as you say melodrama or existentialism or in in magical realism just total fantasy or um uh, there's a real high and low going on in terms of mm. the dramatic stakes this kind of putting a lot of loading up um, quite a local story with stakes that are mm. enormous, you know, that are about life and death and about um, purpose or about our kind of the journey of our spirit or soul or ethics or, and it's a really, really good vehicle because we all have an interface with the local, mm. you know, we all have an understanding of that um, and the stakes seem low but they're actually the highest kind of political stakes in a way because you deal with it every day yeah and it's been um because i used to i i've been up here north for five years but then like for many years i was a little bit uh um moving around in in europe for work and for, for studies and um just coming back uh, back to Norway, but also situating myself in a in a very very small place uh, has been. It's so exciting because I get to <laughs> uh, 
uh, I get to observe uh, people about um, and power and the thing, the way things work, the way things function and don't function. Um, there's a lot of space between everything, so it's it's. Mm. <laughs> uh, I just think it's really really exciting, and this uh, this kind of uh, um, close observation wasn't possible for me. Let's say when I was living in Portugal, where mm. you know, um, mm. my my identity was a little bit of an outsider and. Well, you have the city and then the kind of alienation between neighbors and, you know, that's maybe similar to a lot of cities. But mm. uh, but also at the same time, of course, language and being an artist on top of that is like outsider plus outsider plus outsider. <laughs> so <laughs> so now, now I'm here and it's like it's so transparent that it's impossible to to live in my little village without taking part in it. So, mm. um, you know. Everything from like running, it's like, uh, uh, like it, like civic responsibility. Like I'm, I'm part of running the, the water, uh, cleaning, uh, plant. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to involve yourself, and then they call and like so, so, so we have meetings, and we're responsible for cleaning the water to. Uh, and sending it out to people and uh, UV equipment breaks down and I have to go and, you know, check the lights and the displays and call people. And it's, <laughs> wow. yeah, well, you know, these things, but um, so, so getting to know the local, you know, or just a, a local example of things in, in detail has been really, mm. really, really nice. And then at the same time, um, I realized that uh you know the characters or or making of making fiction itself you kind mm. of remove you you need to or you you immediately i think s start to represent something else and just describing you it's not just describing people or it becomes more than that anyway uh and uh and so people or the characters become um let's say they're mayors or they're Mm, somehow dealing or talking about uh, environmental politics and stuff, but there, there's always that sort of deeper um, or second agenda that's uh, that's about the ego or 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 a lot of these people are public. They're so they're you know they're you know they're they're working with practical local things, but they are also. Mm, to some extent, some of them to a very big extent, they elevate themselves. They they become public figures, and that sort of <laughs> uh, fuels a part of them that uh, that can get out of hand sometimes. <laughs> I think it's almost quite a novelistic, like it's like a, a writer's. Uh, I can see it, you know, I can see writers doing that kind of. Um, uh, work or examination, but it's not mm. something I'm so familiar with in contemporary art. I mean, I think it used to be a part of art. Mm. You get these fantastic portraits of privy councils or, you know, you get these really wonderful depictions of the local. Um, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's quite a, it, it's, it's, it's almost quite a, a, a writer's approach, I think. Um, but it, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right, and I think you're right, and I think you 
that is connected to 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 my films over the like it's there is something conventional or maybe like or con conventional in that sort of film film sense where there's script and dialogue and, and to some extent like a story and a climax and all these things and then um maybe maybe within visual art it tends to be more focused on on examining those structures or or, or disrupting them i don't know mm. um um yeah but there's so much going on there's so much into and <laughs> it's just really exciting to feel uh a, a, a direct or a direct connection to what's going on around me that's exciting to me and it uh um to me it brings an immediacy to it instead of uh observing things from a distance and trying yeah uh going go going into describing actual people and see going you know figuring out psychologically trying to figure out why they do this and and then all these ulterior motives that that are there for everybody all of us um that's re just really exciting to me and it becomes a way of uh of uh, engaging myself uh in in the community really mm -hmm. um and then you know uh, i i i guess um they would just have to accept that i'm always a little bit i'm i'm <laughs> I'm like my neighbors, I think they figured it out that I'm studying them always a little bit. Sometimes they <laughs> take notes when they say something. They're like, why did you do that? <laughs> so, do you really? They accept it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I told them. I told this one guy. He's full of stories. And, and I just forget them right away. And I told him that I just uh, sometimes I write down what you say when I well, when I get home, because <laughs> it's just so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always so there's so much weird stuff going on. If you're like what the like now, it's all about uh, like what do we do? Our communities are are are. There's more and more old people. The young people go go away. And how do we uh, how do we save up for that uh, mm. wave of old people? Uh, that's just gonna <laughs> cost so much when mm. all the young people that are working and paying taxes are not here even. And mm. then there's like so the idea now is to um, to 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 have this kind of. Uh, second generation of industry or third or fourth or whatever where you know you um, because there's a lot of uh, electrical like hydropower this is kind of what they call excess mm. energy up mm. here so, so the idea is to 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 do da uh, data storage centers or or even mm. um, uh, battery production uh, uh, factories really mm. uh, so it's I think that's really really fun is like because they're so it's it's so grand the scales that everything is planned and like next to where i grew up they they imagine creating thousands of new jobs within like a five-year period and then <laughs> wow. they this this one company just went on the on the new york stock exchange to gather more billions of dollars to invest in this battery production facility <laughs> And uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. You know, <laughs> it's, 
I think it's gonna go to hell. <laughs> and how do you get how do you get thousands of people to move to this village of oh this town of ten thousand people? Like people are, if people are moving away, don't you don't you don't you don't you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. Hmm. Hmm. A, a friend of mine had been working on um the well, sort of in a way, kind of working on the new, um, the National Library's new storage facility in uh, in Moor Irana. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that somehow that town had just negotiated the the yeah that 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 is where the National Library's <laughs> storage mm-hmm. should be, and so it's carved into a mountain. This thing. Um, I know, but Moirana, that's where they're doing the battery production facility now. That's yeah, right. the next project. Huh. Yeah, it's in Moirana. Yeah. yeah, you see someone there is really, <laughs> is really successful at drawing these projects. <laughs> no, and exactly. And then all the, all the mayors of the surrounding municipalities, they're so jealous. Yeah, they're, so, they're so jealous that why do they get everything? Why, why do they get everything? Like, I don't know. I think I think they're actually just really good at getting everything, you know. <laughs> All the other ones are just sulking, and so you know. Uh, I think they're just really good at. Um, oh, that's funny. At something, yeah. I don't know what it is, but they're re- they are quite good at something. They got, um, you know, they got the the main airport because they they also need to close down all the tiny airports in the region and make one big one. Huh. Uh, so they got that. Wow. Uh, they actually just went ahead and started building it while they've just gone ahead and started building it while <laughs> the other ones are still like, no, no, no. We're going <laughs> to, no, let's, no, no. <laughs> they won't accept it. Uh, and then, they, yeah, they have the National Library. I mean, the National Library is, a, is actually something that's, uh, it's more rational. It created uh, a few jobs and it's, uh, I think it's great that it's there. <laughs> uh, and then next to that, now there it's not it's not just a battery f- uh, production facility. It's also a data data storage, and I don't mm. know what it is, but I think it's I think they they started with a sort of Bitcoin mining because Bitcoin, yeah. and I, I don't even know what Bitcoin is either. It's just so abstract. But there's something <laughs> about it just takes a lot mm. of power. Yeah, huge amounts so, of computing yeah, power. Yeah, giant, giant, giant yeah. warehouse kind of. Kind of building, yeah. and then inside there is uh, some sort of mega computer that's glowing blue. I think just sort of sucking all the <laughs> sucking all the energy out of the whole region. And, you know, <laughs> just before the one Bitcoin comes out, like the lights <laughs> dim down all the way, like <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> so in the in the work that you've got at Oslo Concerning, I mean, could you give a little um, sort of yeah? Or summary of the the narrative of 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 the work of the audio play. <laughs> it's an audio play. It's fifty minutes, and you sit down, and it's about a mayor from uh, from up north. It starts with her dying, more or less. She was having a speech to open a shopping center in her town, and then she fell off of the stage and and died. And then, so <laughs> so in the play, in the story, she's uh, she's already dead, and her ghost. Uh, so to speak is um, is the narrator uh, and the and the voice the narrator that is uh, 
with with us as an audience in in the gallery this time so um so so she's like on speakers in front of you and speaking to you and speaking a lot talking about her life and then we have these flashbacks to her life uh and that's the structure of, mm. of the play mm. um narrator voice flashback back and forth and then some music um but yeah mm -hmm. she uh <laughs> she's uh she used to be a mayor and her character also uh uh owns um all the kindergartens in in the municipality <laughs> in the commune and then she's a she's a board member of uh, all the boards she can she, <laughs> she she can be she can be on so well mm -hmm. the point is that she's uh she's got her her fingers in on um uh yeah on in, in, a, in a lot of places in a lot of places where She's not just running it politically, but she's also, you know, she owns things and she's on board. Yeah, you get it. She's mm. she's got a lot of hats on. Let's put it like that. And mm. uh, and yeah, so that's uh, mm, that's the mm. setup. Oh, it's really nice to talk to you again. You too, Martin. Yeah, <laughs> and um, thanks for giving me so much of your time and for unpacking the work so so well. You too, Martin. Thanks for all the uh, all all good conversations and developing the the presentation of the work together. Yeah, no problem. It's uh, I it's appreciate a, it so much. Yeah, no, it's a great part of the job. I really, I really love it. Okay, the sun is coming up above the mountain here, so oh, time wonderful. To go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Alrighty. Thanks very much, right. Trigva. Thank you. Speak soon.